Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Let's make America great again. All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Today, we are brought to you by a company called Scotch and Porter. You can go to their website, scotchporter.com forward slash spice to get 20% off of any of your beard products. So they got a beard serum. They got a beard wax. They got a beard balm. They got face cleanser. They've got hair products, and they've got specialty combs. What's this company called? Scotch and Porter. You told me that last night via text, and I was like, "Great, we're sponsored by a Scotch company, and I'm an <laughs> alcoholic. That's awesome." <laughs> I don't actually care. I love Scotch, like real Scotch, though. That was was a thing. But this is yeah. this is for beards. It's for beards, hair, uh, face cleanser for acne, stuff like that. Hmm. It's all uh, all high end products. I'm beginning to think you really want me to grow a beard. Uh, you probably should, it's just so happened. just so you can try these products so we're not but talking out fa- of our ass. But that facial scrubbing spot that you put up on Facebook the other day, that like getting your, your old That's not a massage. facial scrubbing. That's you know, a beard scrub. Beard, yeah, but yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying, though. But it's like it's nice, man, going for a facial. Oh, yeah, that's right? manly right there. <laughs> all right, guys, it's scotchporter.com forward slash spice for 20% off. It's a wicked deal. Get yeah. your get your beards and faces looked after. Don't fuck around with your man muff. Yeah, get that stuff taken care of. Impress your ladies, especially for Valentine's Day, ladies. Valentine's Day's coming up. Buy your bearded man some stuff. Yeah, you can't go down on your woman with a Brillo pad attached to your face. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, guys. Today we got a we got a cool guest coming on. His name is David Pookie. Uh, this gentleman used to be a oil field electrician. He just up and one day quit his job and decided to uh, pursue his dream of being a professional fighter. And uh, he's got a, he's got a YouTube page on um, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Um, some of his stuff. It's like you know, I, I watched one of his videos that he put up the other day, and I was like, okay, cool. A lot of the stuff is it's kind of standard stuff, you know. I mean, it's all standard motivational lines and things, but at the same time, he's got a pretty cool attitude towards things I've yeah. a lot of guys that have trained with him you know he's pretty good to train with and stuff but I also saw some video of him uh, uh, countdown to Thailand he's going to Thailand here in a couple months for for two months to train so there you go um, he's actually Jacked. he's a teammate of mine from Zuma martial arts so we didn't actually we weren't actually at Zuma at the same time mm. but uh being from that gym, everybody that goes there, we're all family. So we met at uh, Havoc 7. We fought on the same card. Oh, cool. So we met there, and then I ended up going out to Victoria to visit, and he was there training, and he's like, holy fuck. So we just kind of kept in contact for the last couple of years, and now finally we have an avenue for him to come on and talk about the, his cool story. So this is kind of like Zuma week then for us because we've got uh, Ryan James on Friday on the show too, right? We have Ryan James. He will be fighting in his hometown, well, his home province of uh, Nova Scotia in March. So he's coming on the podcast on Friday. They're doing a UFC in Nova Scotia? Yeah. Where? I don't know. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know it. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool because you don't see too many like 
big time sports really going like yeah. to he's from New he's from Newfoundland, but Nova Scotia's close enough. Tabby will like him then. Why is she a Newfie? Still Newfoundland, yeah. That explains a lot. Oh, really? You didn't even know. She doesn't even talk to that. She doesn't. She gets excited or, or, or mad. Sometimes it comes out of her. You, when you go yeah. home, ask her about Jig's dinner. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to have to Google it first so I don't get slapped. It's good. Yeah, but you'd probably trick me and get me in trouble. Well, that's something I would do, but... <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because... You guys are talking, uh, you know, about, about some stuff going on that we won't actually talk about, but we'll just be in code. But you guys laughing last night, I'm I'm over there at Tammy's and we're hanging out and she's like, oh, oh, a guy texts Tanner about some stuff. I was like, did you text him about, you know, what what, what, what I got to go do? And, and she goes, well, well yeah, because I figured um, it'd be easier if I was, you know, texting him and Pat and Gary and that's one less thing you got to do. I'm like, yeah, but then I got to deal with Tanner going, I already know about that. And I'm like, how do you even know? <laughs> so now now that I know that there's an open dialogue that doesn't involve me, I'm all right with that. I never told you how I knew, though. I told you I was magic. Yes, yes. and yeah, yeah. But I, I actually prefer that, though, when we're doing the train stuff, just like we were talking about some of the other things, right? I don't I don't need to be involved in all the details. For, for the month before the fight, fine. But like two weeks out of the fight, or even last now, 10 days... I don't want to be bogged down with all this other stuff and back and forth and uh, it's different adjustments for training and like I mean the nice thing is with you know with Lenita with balanced nutrition right Pat calls her adjusts the food stuff it's changes it just shows up I eat it I don't have to manage all that stuff and right now with everything going on it's it's super nice to have a, such a good team around me I really enjoy that yeah it's just easier if uh, Gary Pat Tammy and Kevin and I can all kind of have powwows without having to fucking worry about your feelings <laughs> my feelings that's what we're worried about it's my brain yeah i guess you're fucking retarded oh <laughs> you see on uh, on facebook today that uh one of uh one of whitney's clients was um had it was like a memory on facebook memory and he shared a picture and it was him like after one of her boot camps a year ago or whatever and he's just at the table like just exhausted he's got like a cup of coffee and his face is just just looks like he's <laughs> completely spent and 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 he like reshared it or whitney i think whitney shared it kind of teasing him like ha ah, this is a year ago and he's like yeah yeah and then i was like so I tag i don't know the guy but i was like oh hey paul if you thought that was funny you should have been paul. at the gym you should have been at the gym yesterday seeing whitney after a workout with pat you know whining and crying and put all that but it was funny i want to Paul actually bought one of our t-shirts. Did he? Mm-hmm. Really? What a, like from my, from my wife. Really? That's one of the guys. Well, thanks, Paul. Nice. Yeah. I also have two more t-shirts that sold, too, so oh. I, need to, I need to get those. I forgot to tell you. I went to Aspire, right, which is a special needs place in town because I was talking to this lady and her... Um, or I was talking to a buddy over over uh, coffee the other day, and the waitress overheard me talking about the kids program that I started last night. Right, this was last week. She's got a daughter with autism, and she's like, "Oh, she'd love to do something like that." And long story short, I went down to Aspire where her daughter goes for for play school and stuff, and and um, you know, talked to them today um, about you know possibly doing something with them or a program or something for kids with yeah. with um you know that are that have challenges right so um then we were talking i was i was talking about how i'm like you know 
getting away from the construction, focusing on fighting and all that stuff, you know, for the next few years and the podcast. And Jennifer's and I said, oh, yeah, and I got, I got the Spice Life shirt on, right? And I was like, yeah, I got this podcast right there. And Jennifer looks at it and goes, the Spice of Life? She goes, no way. She goes, that's the connection. I was like, what connection? She goes, she's got a friend, Audi's like in PEI or something like that, that commented on something of mine. I think it was on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And, and um, uh, she was like, how does so-and-so, like that's her brother or something or friend i can't remember what she said and i feel huh. bad but he listens to the show <laughs> and and that and that was the thing right and i was like she's like he listens to your guys' show i was like that is awesome so now i feel bad because we're talking about it i gotta like look it up and see what because i'm sure we're friends on facebook too but it'll be a common you know she's just like how are these two even friends like the only common person we have in common is is her and then the but it's the podcast I was like, yeah. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so earlier, I think it was on the weekend or maybe yesterday, I put out a post and I just said thank you to all the fans that uh, that tune into the show every week. You guys have put us into a, a, a top spot in, in uh, podcast rankings and now we are having companies contact us so that we can offer you guys discounts and codes and stuff like that. So thank you again, everybody. Yeah, it's it's really cool. cool. It is cool. It's neat to see how, um, how how it can just grow so quick. Like, what is today? Today's episode 30. Today is episode 30. It's a milestone. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew that it would go It would go this far in, in uh, such a short amount of time? And, you know, it's good. we got some really cool guests. we got even more guests coming up, you know, yeah. with uh, some UFC guys and coaches and things like that. And We've uh, got actual studio equipment that's going to come in here pretty soon within the next month. We, so got a good, we got a good I'm, setup now. I'm pretty fucking excited about it because I don't have to fuck with USB cords and all that shit. Try to make sure it's all, it's not in the right port. There's a fucking echo, which I have to apologize to everybody. The last two episodes had a fucking echo that I couldn't fit it. I couldn't fix it. But uh, we're using these blue Yeti mics right now. They do work good once I have them in the right spot. Mm-hmm. But I would rather just have the the right the the real deal. The real deal, Holyfield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just disappointed that you didn't make me coffee today. Well, shut up. <laughs> All right, guys, we got uh, David Pookie calling in, so just give us two seconds. We'll connect them, and uh, we'll get back. Thanks, guys. So what's new? Just uh, getting ready to go to wrestling here at 3 o'clock, but I'm super lazy for some reason right now. <laughs> <laughs> the road's in town I'm afraid, here. I'm, I, I think it's because I'm afraid to go outside is why, but. Dude, I dropped my kid off for school this morning. I literally ran to the truck, ran to the school, ran back to the truck, and then ran back in the house. I'm telling Pat, you can do cardio because you've been ducking out on it. Man, I'm like the worst dog owner ever. My French bulldog like walks outside and shits on the sidewalk, and I'm like, I know all like the neighbors can see out their window, and I just don't go out and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> So are, are you off of work all the time now? You don't have to work anymore? No, I'm like, I don't, yeah, I just quit my job, man, in the oil field. I, I couldn't do it anymore. boy. I, you know, just waking up every day, just literally, like, miserable, man, miserable. So what brought it on, just the just the terrible grind? Uh, man, a bunch of things. Like, I don't know, part of me is like, I like, 
I haven't fought for over a year and a half now. And I was like, I'm 29. And I'm like, you know, when you're just sitting there and I'm like, man, I got so much more to offer than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there watching the local MMA cards. I'm like, man, I can be this guy, be that guy, but I'm sitting in a like six by six room sleeping on a single bed, like for money. But you know what I mean? But the money wasn't making me happy. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would get no, like, your I electrician. Spent three right? birthdays in a row. I think this was my like missed my two-year wedding anniversary this year, and then another oh. birthday. Like turned twenty-nine, I was just like, man, I am not turning thirty years old doing this anymore. That a boy took Jesus. me five, six extra years to realize that. What's that? So it took me six more years to realize that I'm thirty-five and I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> right, and the best decision you ever made, or what? Yeah, I mean, I own my own business for the last 12 years doing concrete, but I just, I'm sick of it. I hate it. So we're just yeah. focusing on, on what we love again, doing this podcast and training full-time, teaching. I started teaching a kid's class last night. i seen that on Facebook. It's wicked, man. Nine, nine little dudes and dudettes showed up for it, so it was wicked. We had a good little turnout. and they were I, The I next generation. 20, maybe 20 minutes in as we're showing them to punch. I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't even show you guys how to make a fist yet <laughs> so break it down Mickey. Steph was that's awesome dude after kids classes are that's where it's at yeah if we're not teaching the next generation then we're not doing our job exactly, exactly. and I mean yeah, I, I always like, say, like, like people like years. some people like when I tell them like oh I hated my job like I don't I don't want to get put the perception that I'm bashing like people that work hard you know what I mean because it's hard work mm-hmm. but you know you know what I mean like some people are just you know, some people just don't like electrical. You know what I mean? I just maybe didn't like electrical. <laughs> and that's the same thing for me. It's not that I'm afraid of hard work. I mean, to say yeah. that, you know, the concrete work was hard or whatever, and I don't want to do hard work. I'm in, a, I'm in at the gym, grinding every day, doing a different kind of work, but I enjoy it. When I did enjoy the work, it was easy to go there, right? And I'm sure at some point you probably enjoyed it too, right? That's why you did it for so long. Yeah, like, like you said, you go to the gym too. It doesn't feel like the work doesn't feel like a, a job. Yeah. yeah, and that's the biggest thing. It's not. It's not. It's work. It's that it feels like a job, and I don't want a job anymore. I want to do something that I enjoy, and you know, I can still earn a living, and you know, give give something more of myself instead of just working my butt off. Well, that's like so society is like engraved in people now. Like you know what I mean? Like you have to like. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean. It's like the society trap. I don't know. If you're probably sure you've listened to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The Joe Rogan society trap is like my favorite. Well, when I tell people that I've done, I'm sure you're right into the same thing. First question out of their mouth is, what are you going to do for money? Like, Dude, oh. that's what everyone says. They're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man. Maybe the re- what, what is 99% of the population that does, is not an electrician in the oil field? They do something else. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like there's, got, there's, there's other stuff out there. I have a lady that cleans my house, right? And everybody goes, oh, you're yeah. crazy. I says, no, it's like, yeah. I don't like cleaning my house. But this lady in particular and her, and her co-worker... They love to clean. So it's like they don't they only clean four houses a day. They make good money and they, they go in and they do something they actually enjoy. And most people are like, Well, I don't enjoy cleaning and this well that you don't, but they do, so why not let them do that? Exactly. So you have the, the YouTube page now. Tell us tell us about that. Uh well yeah, I guess like the whole thing is I kinda wanna do a What's funny, like, you know, remember how you're saying, like, people are like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do now? But it's, it's just kind of like, I've seen so many people, I just see people like, you know, like, I'd talk to people and they'd be like, just about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go after my dream. I'm going to fight more and go to Thailand. They're like, 
And then I get people message me like after, be like, man, it was like so good talking to you. Like I've been in such a rut. Like, you know, I've been wanting to go after and do this for so long. And it was just like, you gave me that like kick I needed just by like talking. You know what I mean? It's like, cause everyone, I was like, I tell people, you know, everyone's got a passion, you know, what's, cause you, you, I just talk to people and I'd be like, Hey man, like what's going on? And they'd be like, Oh, another day. This is it. And I'm like, you know, like this is not it. Like, you know, like if you, like you're saying like, well, people like to like to clean, like if there's something else you like doing. And I started watching a whole bunch of like, uh, my wife's dad, he used to be a motivational speaker, uh, for this, like, I don't know, Amway company, but he used to do like talk in front of big crowds and he was always getting me fired up. So like, you know, I was like sitting there and I'm like, you know what? this is what I want to do. And like, just like seeing a couple of text messages from other people, like it was like the best feeling in the world. You know what I mean? Like seeing, helping someone else, like realize their potential, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. Yep. Totally. So it's kind of like, I've seen, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I'm like, I watch all these people. Like I, I got all the potential in the world. So, you know, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and <clears throat> pretty much go from there. You know, like I didn't really know much about, I like watch people, other people's vlog or video logs. I know which one's the correct term, a vlog. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm like, I got a lot of people following me on this channel. Like, I'm sure I can just like make it work, you know, at least start. You got to like, that's like anything, like the fear. Most people fa- fail already because they're afraid of failure, but you know, you got to, you can't, you'll never know if you don't start. You know what I mean? So I figured well, I'm just going to start and see what happens. Fear, fear could either be a good motivator or a really good um, procrastinator, right? So, um, yeah. I was good at procrastination already, but I'm like, I don't want to be good at this anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that's just it. And you want to be able to do the stuff you enjoy and you just do it and you grow and you slowly build that momentum and people start to follow you and and tune in and listen to it and whatever else. It's funny, too. You get like like mixed reviews, right? Because you know that you're sure people will watch. And some people like, that's the thing about like society nowadays, right? Everyone's so people are so quick to judge. So it's like, you know, not everyone's going to like it or like what you're doing or like you, but you know, like you can't, you're not, you can't control that, that stuff. So uh, people will be like, watching, I think a lot of people are afraid of just being judged by others. Well, yeah, that, that's the, but like everybody, you either got people that are going to love you or people that are going to wish that you're going to fail. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, and then those people that wish they're going to fail, you know, I, my, my, like the mentor, my buddy, my wife's dad, he just tells me, you know, it's like. You got to pray for those kind of people because if they got enough time, like sitting there hating on you and praying you're going to fail, then clearly their life is needs some improvements in certain areas. So, uh, I get a lot of hate from the podcast sometimes because I say some crazy shit. But <laughs> but you're doing your thing, and that's like so people that are doing their thing, like me, other people that like you know, everyone should want to see other people successful. So that's why like your guys' podcast, wicked. Thanks, man. Thank you. And that's the thing. I mean, even when we started, right, and we did a first couple and had a lot of a lot of downloads, a lot of local guys that thought it was cool. And then we did a few more, and then people were like, who are these two? Like, what do you think they're doing? It's like, you know, and they know us. They see us every day, and it's like, why, why can you do it? It's like, don't hate on us because you're too chicken shit to do it yourself. Oh, 100%. And you know, it's funny. It's like if you guys didn't do your podcast, like there would be no podcast if people like you guys didn't do podcasts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone has to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. We get we get to talk to some cool people. Like we've had some cool guests on, like Robin Black, John Wayne Parr, guys like that. And yeah, if we ever, if we never did the podcast, we would never ever get to talk to these guys. Exactly. 
So yeah, what, Ryan, what do you got coming up in, uh, in, the, in the fight game? What's up? What do you have coming up for fights? Anything? Well, I've been talking to Unified MMA, but uh, their card on the 17th, I'm going to Thailand, obviously, so I'm hoping to hop on Hard Knocks when I get back, or Unified, or anything, man. I'm ready to, I train twice a day now that I'm not working. When are you and back? I go Thailand February 25th to April 25th. Ooh, June. Two months. Yeah, dude, fight for yeah. Havoc. I think last time I fought, me and Tanner were on the same card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fight, fight on havoc in. Um, <clears throat> I'd like. I pretty much open it like anything now, man. I at one seventy. I can. I'm in shape all the time, and I mean, well, obviously with Thailand, I'd like. I'm, my plan is to compete in Thailand too on there. Oh, nice! So I'm trying to get his. I'm trying to get. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much in fight shape right now. I mean, that's all I really do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better to it's do training, all day. So, Might as well punch yeah. that. Exactly. That's all I really like to do, to be honest, and play and play video games. So that's about it. Oh, you're a no. gamer. Oh yeah, man. What? I don't mean. I mean, I know this is a kind of a huge deal, but I was tenth in the world in NHL seventeen. Shut the fuck up. Really? Swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't get any money from that. Yeah. No. Every kid's dream. Am I right? No. <laughs> yeah, man. But put, putting a few hours on the old gel, to say the least. What's your favorite game my, to play my, right now? My, my wife is my wife is really proud of that too. So yeah, I'm sure she is. <laughs> I honestly only play I play a ton of ton of Xbox, but just NHL and UFC. That's it. Really? You have Xbox I One? Play, I try to play Call of Duty, but I like get online and just get like lit up. Like I'm just a noob, so I freak out, break a controller, and then never play again. Do you have an Xbox One? Yeah. With the new UFC game? Oh yeah. Oh, we're playing. Oh, yeah. I'm hooked, man. <laughs> My son plays it for the PS3. He just loves it. He's only eight, and he just is like, Dad, I'm playing the UFC. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> bombing, guys. It's dangerous, though. You turn it on, and like four hours goes by. You're like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start like a new uh, a new career in the Ultimate Fighter show or whatever, and the next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's, trust me. I feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before I met you, I actually met your wife. At, Did you, uh, Brett? Yeah, yeah I met her at right. Reflex like Supplements. Canada. Sorry, Dave, I didn't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's going on? You still there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was just saying before I met you, I met your wife at uh, Reflex Supplements. I was doing a grand opening there for the Havoc fights, and I met you. I met her there, and we were talking about you. Yeah, I remember she told me that. She's like, yeah, I was a guy with a, be- a beard. And then and then when that's when that one time I was at Zuma, you came, and I was like, ah, I remember Tanner now. <laughs> <laughs> Got kicked in the balls. <laughs> Repeatedly. Yeah. Dude, that I got terrible. kicked in the nuts last night. Did you? With no cup, with no cup on, by like some little black dude. I never Smoke wear me. a cup when I train. It's the worst habit I probably have. Dude, I like bragged about it too, because I'm like, man, I haven't <laughs> worn a cup in like eight years. And then the last time I said that, Tim Tim Camelli, when I was training with that guy up in Cold Lake, buddy of mine, he dude, he need me in the nuts so hard, I like thought I had to go to the hospital. Ugh. <clears throat> See, in that fight, if I didn't have a cup on, I would have been fine. Did the cup just like dig in? It like the first knee put the, the put the cup like the ridge of the cup on my right testicle. Nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear. It. I'm cringing. <laughs> the second knee did set it the did testicle. It explode? That's what we want to know. Yeah. What's that? 
I said, I was like, did it explode? That's what we want to know. It didn't explode, but it got shot up in there. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. I just sunk down with two inches and I'm cringing <laughs> in my balls right now. <sighs> it it happened. The guy's 55 years old now, so we're not going to fight again, obviously. <laughs> he's, he's past his prime. Oh, yeah, he was past his prime when we were fighting. <laughs> Who did you fight? Dwayne Mombercat. Oh, yeah. He's not 55. He's like 44. No. Yeah. Actually? When I fought him, he was 42 years old. I thought he was younger than me. No. Just. I didn't think he looked that. I mean, he looked a little... He didn't look... I didn't think he was that old. He's on steroids. I'm looking yeah, I, could, right I mean, now. that, I that doesn't surprise me, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> So what does your your wife has a cool company going on right now too? Tell us about that. Yeah, Britt, she's uh she's just finishing up her school here. She's uh, going to the Canadian National School of Nutrition to be a holistic nutritionist. Huh. That's cool. So she's got the, my diet in check because if it wasn't for her, I'd be eating like bulk bar and candy eight eight nights a week. <laughs> you like she's, candy? She's good though, man. She's awesome. Man. She's like loves like. I call her. She's like a hippie, but it's, she's super into health and it's wicked. Keeps you in shape, right? Because you're jacked. Yeah, yeah. I, I stay on the Brit Brit Pookie diet. <laughs> so I honestly the- think I swear to you, it's just like I don't know, just genetics. Though I don't know. I started working out when I was like 15, and then I got kicked out of high school in grade 10. So they sent me this like program where like you had to go to the gym. I was like 16 years old, and that just kind of started from there. I did graduate though. Let me add that. I got expelled for a year. Well, you got your grade ten. Good, good for you, Rick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, got, I, was, I, I would graduate. It was just a grade thirteen. That's okay. When I did. So it's they don't so teach you the, the stuff you really should know though in the high schools these days. No, they don't. They don't teach most no. of that stuff. And well, see, I talked to my girlfriend about this the other night because her kids are in high school. Mine are just little, right? They're in kindergarten, grade three, and we're talking about stuff that you learn and and. Her uh, son is in grade 11, grade 10, grade 11. He's 17. He'll be 17 this year. So he's um, he's doing all these advanced curriculum courses in math. And right now he's doing the graphing, right, where you got to, like, enter all the um, equations and then it builds the graph. And I said, man, I can remember how often I've used that since I've been out of high school. And she talked about how, well, it's not just the problems that you're learning, it's the way your brain's learning to solve them and learning, you know, learning to problem solve and theory and all that stuff. And that that's something that we use in everyday life as we get on with it, right? So, No, 100%. The challenge is, yeah, they, getting around they don't, that. They don't teach you enough life skills. That's like... Mm-hmm. My kid's in grade one right now, and she comes home with an hour of homework every night. Yeah, we don't get homework. Grade one. Yeah, grade one. So if you look at, like, an Asian curriculum, like, they don't start learning reading and stuff like that until around grade five. They learn how to integrate with each other and treat people with respect and not be fucking douchebags. Yeah, my little brother on Salisbury Island, he was, like, homeschooled until 11. He's, like, super smart, like, now, like, as far as grades go. He's in grade 11 now. If I was smarter, I would homeschool her for sure. Yeah. <laughs> good Good point. I guess that's off the grid for me too when we have kids. Yeah. 
Well, then you wouldn't have to worry about fighting other dads at the playground because they picked on your daughter. That's true. Exactly. Well, like, the dad didn't pick on the daughter, but the son did. Yeah, then I threatened the dad. <laughs> Same thing happened. Yeah, yeah. Amelia was getting picked on by this kid at school. He's kicking her and hitting her. And I um, went went to the school the other day, and, and the dad was dropping off the kid. So I was like, hey, you're so-and-so's dad? He goes, yep, we need to talk. I was like, <laughs> what? I said, your son's been hitting my daughter. He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. We're really working on that. I'm like, well, you better work harder because this yeah. isn't working for me. And, uh, you know, but he, 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 he was actually a pretty cool guy. He seems like they were legitimately concerned and it wasn't something that you know it would have been worse if he's like hey man you know your daughter needs to toughen up or something then i would have been like all right we're gonna fight <laughs> we're really working on that that's hilarious yeah well how do you work on that like the first thing if i had a son the first thing i'm telling them is don't hit girls yeah mm-hmm. that's that's gonna no be kidding. rule number one don't hit women it's like you want them to like you one day buddy so exactly. yeah well, I, I could care less if, like, a dude wants to fuck another dude or whatever. I don't care about that. But, like, it's just a common rule since the beginning of time that you don't beat up women. Let's let's maybe okay. get that in there at a young age and, and not have it happen. So I'm liking the sounds of the havoc here, Tan. Are you going to have to talk to Jesse and get me on that? I'm going to be 100% all over that. Uh, who do you want to fight? I'd say anyone. Wait, Give me a name. I need a name. How much do you weigh? 170. Uh, welterweight. Hmm. No names in mind? I'll take, yeah. I don't, really have, I don't really have a name, to be honest. Pro debut, right? There's a couple right? guys on that last unified card I would like to take out. Who's that? I'd have to look up their names again. I watched online, but... God damn it. <laughs> you need to come prepared for these kind of things. <laughs> What's that? You need to be anyone for who, these kind anyone of who wants to catch an ass whooping, I'll fight. You need to be more specific than that. <laughs> Damn it! I'll I'll figure out who it is and I'll start shit talking. All right. I'll get uh, I'll talk to Jesse about it and get you on the card. Then maybe we could actually get Adam to come out. Yes. That would be yeah, that would Victoria be the this uh, weekend. After I get back from Thailand, my house is for sale here in Calgary. Oh, is it? Moving back to Victoria. Are you? Yeah. Lucky bastard. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. I'm opening my... Do you know Graham Spencer? I do. Yeah, he's a really good buddy of mine. We're opening a gym together. Is that the one that just followed me on Facebook or uh, Instagram? Yeah, at Fitness Academy Vic. Our name's the Fitness Academy. So what kind of gym is that going to be? Is it going to be just strictly fitness or MMA? Uh, we don't want to, not MMA, but we're going to do kickboxing, personal training, strength and conditioning, sport-specific training, okay. like an all-around training center. Cool. Seems to be a lot of people That's, on the island that are doing that. Like uh, our buddy Tyler Dolby's got his own thing going. Yeah, Dolbs. Yeah, Dolby Athletics. Yeah, and uh, Megan Dolbs Stack. Dolbs beauty. Yeah, we had him on the show. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite He's people wicked. in the world. Dude, such a nice guy. I love Dolby. Yeah. And then uh, who else is – well, Adam Braidwood, he usually makes his way out here once in a while too to fight. We yeah, I, cor- I cornered Adam and, uh, for his, for, with, with Adam Zujek there for his comeback fight against Paul McKenzie. Yeah, he knocked that guy out pretty quick, didn't he? Dude, Adam's a 
fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> that's, that's a big dude, man. Well, when I went he's out like there for the visit, the definition of a heavyweight, like oh, man. What's he? Six six two seventy five. Yeah, something. Really, I remember, dude. I remember the first time, like I I met Adam and I brought him to Zuma. I was in stu- like I think it was the gym studio four, and I was just hitting heavy bag, and I look over and he was hitting heavy bag, and I was like, "Man, this guy's huge!" And then like he started talking, I was like, "Dude," he's like, "Yeah, I used to train back in the day." I'm like, "Well, you should come to Zuma, man." I was that's when I was living in Victoria last summer. He came, brought him, and then here he is. What's he number four in the in Canada? Yeah, he's just like such a good athlete too. Well, yeah, he's f- like, f- former former professional football player. Yeah. For the Edmonton Eskimos, and then got not crazy. that jacked at all either. I mean, yeah, he's tiny, <laughs> <laughs> pretty skinny. Yeah, when I went out there for a visit, uh, Adam Zujek paired me up with him to do rounds. I was like, "Kiss my ass, this guy's a monster." I know. It's like I didn't even want to get punched by him. He's the nicest guy to spar with, though. He he is too. That's the thing. He's like so nice. Doesn't tra- he's a good he's- training partner. Yeah, he, he said to me, he's like, don't kill me. I'm like, fuck you, bud. You're like 300 pounds. <laughs> don't, don't kill me. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, I thought it was funny because I was terrified. Yeah, Zuma, I love Zuma. It's wicked, Jim. Yeah, if I could die and there was a heaven, that would be it. I'm pretty excited to get back to Victoria, though, for sure. I mean, the good thing about Alberta, though, is there's so much MMA going on here. So when I get back, I'd like, I'd like to fight out here. That's the problem with BC is there's one place to fight, right? BFL, that's it, really. Man, they don't pay you fuck all. No. And then, like, trying to get on the cards and dealing with the promoters a pain in the ass. Yeah, when I ran into Graham Spencer there, though, like, I've, I, I started training. That's where I first started training nine years ago, Impact MMA. Oh. Uh, you know, John Punt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Graham and I trained together, and like we just—he's we, an electrician as well. So we ran up, ran into each other. We we're up my uh, we're my last job there, and we we're both kind of talk. And that's where he had the, he had the same mindset as me, right? He's so ready to like start. He told me he's like, "Oh man, Dave, he's like, you're such a good athlete. Like, why don't you just keep start you know compete more?" I'm like, "Well, look where I am, dude. Like, I'm home six days a month, you know." Yeah. So then he kind of <clears throat> hearing him say that was we're like, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. And that's what's happening. So I'm super <laughs> stoked. Is he living in Victoria right now? Uh, his wife is in San Diego. Jesus. He's in Nanaimo right now, but he's mo- we're, we're moving. We're all moving to Victoria. Nice. Dude, and Graham, man, he's a San Diego he's really unreal athlete. Nicer. He's ten and one. Yeah, he's a good yeah. fighter. Decent. <laughs> Decent. So ten and one is pretty like he's the best uh, featherweight in Canada. I think. Is that what he is, a featherweight? He hurt hurt his shoulder. I thought he was bigger than a featherweight. Uh, Well, he he won the lightweight belt for MFC. He moved up. Oh, that's what it was. But, I mean, 10 and 1, yeah, he's just just, a workhorse. He's all right. And a great guy, guy too. So, he's like, Graham's such a good dude, so it's perfect. So, is it just the two of you that are going to be running that? Just the two of us, yeah. Nice. And we're going to offer, like, we want it to be, like, a one-stop shop. Like, so we want to have, like, nutrition programs. Brittany's going to do the nutrition side of things. You're going to get the supplements in there and stuff like that? Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, down the road. Just excited to get it going, really. 
Well, like you, ever since I started longer. talking to you and you've been in, Al- in Alberta, all you could talk about was going home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I don't want to, I wouldn't bash Calgary. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like I'm from Salford Island. So I'm like, so used to being like, I'm like, I don't really have anything, any family here anymore either. So it's like my dad's getting older. We got like a 180 acres on Salford Island. It's a pretty big place. He's, he's kind of hard for him to take care of it too. So he kind of threw the hint out like, you know, Hey, it'd be nice if you know, come help me out here. And it's like, who wouldn't want to do that? You know what I mean? You have 180 acres on Salt Spring Island. Yeah, dude, my dad, my dad bought, my dad bought a house. He might have like one of the first couple, first thousand people on Salisbury Island like 40 years ago. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you guys ever want to come out fishing, I'll take you. Well, there you go. Don't offer me a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the best. There's nothing like it. So I'm like, I mean, I was like, we're, we're out here and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sell my house and I'm pretty much, you know what, like, I think I think Luke said it. It's like you can procrastinate or you can just do it. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, it's like I'm like if this is what I want to do, then I'm going to do it because like the model. That's the kind of other thing. Like when I was like talking on my starting on these videos, it's like the weird. As weird as I I was sitting up there in Fort Mac, I'm like just the thought of like I'm going to die eventually one day, you know. So I might as well live the life that I think I'm meant to live. You know what I mean? Totally. And I know the- I'm meant to live. That's the because the, there'd be nothing more than wait, wait, waking up at seven years old and be like, oh, I wish I did this, wish I did that, right? Didn't do any of it. <laughs> well, and I think that you know the whole American dream or whatever, right? And everybody works, and I mean, I, I fell into that trap. I, I started working my bag off to make money to buy stuff that I didn't need to impress people I didn't even like. <laughs> exactly. And then Dude, look around now, and I trap go, right there. You you work twelve hours a day. You're like, fuck, I got this new TV, and you come home and you're just. Oh, and it's like that's your fucking life. That's your real life. When you come home and you're exhausted, you don't even have time to enjoy the things. I had a friend you know ask I mean? me the other day. He goes, "Do you ever find it hard to find motivation to go to the gym right now?" And I go, "No, I'm training for a purpose. Like uh, I'm getting ready for this fight." And he goes, "Well, when you're not training for a fight, I go, no, I'm training to get better for my next fight." I said, "You know, I'm working out whatever it is, two three hours a day, and." It's easy, and each workout, like I, I never today. I didn't get a workout because I had to do some running around, and I'm, I'm kind of pissed off. I'm like, I would have rather spent the time at the gym. Oh, dude, that's like yeah, being people. Like, I'm sure you know, like working like eleven hour days. Like, how do you go to the gym up here every night and like hit pads? I'm like, dude, because I actually like I love this. I hate the work part, so uh-huh. <laughs> this is the best part of my day. <laughs> like, and that's where if I'm well, and you're doing the same thing with your gym now, right? If you can find a way to get paid to do stuff that you actually enjoy, it's like why not? I mean, and I get it. You probably fell into the electrical. You can make good money. You're like, this is a good way. I gotta work. That was with that me was a hundred percent it. I was like, what's the good trade, and I can make good money. That was a hundred percent it. Yeah, I can work my ass off till I'm forty. I can put some money away, and then I can retire. And I go, um, no. <laughs> no, I can't retire when I'm 40. I could retire now, though, so I could sell everything. Yeah. Reduce like, what my if you, and then I was like, expenses. That, that's what they say, right? I was like, you go to work, pay these bills, so-called bills, work for retirement. And retirement. I was like, what if you don't make it to your retirement? You know, you never know. Like, you know? No. I was fortunate enough to have a catastrophic injury that I could not have to go to work for a really long time and set something up for the future. But uh, I was kind of in the same boat where I was just doing. I fucking hated getting up in the morning to go do the, to, to go to work, right? So 
I never have a problem waking up to make breakfast to go to the gym. Never. Ever. It's like Dude, people that yeah, get up to go fishing. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, you feel like, yeah, it's, it's never, like my wife said to me, it's not a job. Working for yourself is never a job. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like a job. No. Unless you're doing what I did, and then you, but you're not working for yourself. I had all these other bosses. I had employees that required me to be there. I had contractors and all this stuff. I mean, even now, you're going to have clients at the gym, and you're going to go to work for them, but you can still yeah. say, your attitude sucks. You're not welcome here. Beat well, it. He's doing what he's passionate about, too, right? Well, then it's like, yeah, and then when you teach, like, I, do, I teach like one on ones here in Calgary, but it's like, it's like, you know, even that, it never feels like I'm working. Like I'm in my shorts, you know, just getting getting down. It doesn't feel like a job. No. But it's like like you were saying, like you know, like we were saying there. Like, some people like electrical, like you know what I mean. So I know people that like love it. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like because that's why I think some people think I come off like my what Brit's like. Oh, you know, you shouldn't like put down. Like I'm not bashing ever like the trade or electrical. It's just like it just ain't for me. I was miserable doing it. I have no way. It's like I'm, I wouldn't want to be a scientist because I'm like I don't really have interest in that much but it's you know what i mean yeah other well, people do people, like, i use the analogy of a garbage man right like some people actually probably enjoy that job i don't understand yeah. it you know i wouldn't be like man that that sounds like a fun job not to me but at the same time there's people that are out there doing it and they just wake up and they go do their thing and they're happy so let them be happy i think if more people did the stuff that made them happy the world would be a better place not to sound all mushy but oh, seriously people are miserable because they people spend so meant much to time. work in like boxes yeah like it just that just wasn't mankind was not meant for that no i'm gonna ask you some quick questions 100 percent fire fire at me i want i want honest answers though man i'm the i'm the king of honesty what do you think about the travel ban uh, my honesty on politics, because honestly, I, my first honest answer is I honestly don't look too much into them. But uh, I don't know. Can you fill me in a little more on the travel ban before I answer quickly? Because I've like kind of heard all I see is the shit on Facebook, and it's like I can't even read half of it. So basically, the United States banned a couple countries from being able to travel in into the country for a while until they figure some shit out. I would say. On my honest opinion, uh, it's kind of, it seems like it's a bit of like a broad description, you know, like a full country, you know what I mean? Cause you know, yeah. there's just bad people everywhere. Yep. But I, I honestly don't know like enough info about it to really like to say, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I want, some, like, I would like some to, people say, don't like, pay attention like to, to say it. something like, yeah, but I'm like, I don't really honestly know. All right, so like, I'll, I'll give like you another those. question. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, best yeah. of all time. All right. Who's going to win? Even, with, even, the- with, even with deflated footballs, because maybe he wanted to win so bad that he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but apparently he had the game of a career. Like, it was a career game. I don't know what was worse, though, because like, I'm a Canucks fan, so I'm like, Part of me was like, yeah, go Atlanta. They're the underdogs. I'm like, who the fuck am I kidding? If I'm going for this team, they're going to lose. <laughs> like, uh, like, you know, lifelong being a Vancouver Canucks fan. It's like, I'm used to disappointment. So I'm like, I said to my buddy, I'm like, man, thank, like, finally the Canucks don't have the biggest blown leads in sports now. Like, if Atlanta was Vancouver, the, the city would be burnt down already. So it's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, we'll go uh, Conor McGregor. Unreal mixed martial artist. Boxing match, retarded. <laughs> if they uh, wanted to catch- do a real, a, real, a real fight and see who the better fighter is, I think we can all say who's the real better fighter. Yeah. Conor McGregor yeah. would murk Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Did you catch that part with Robin Black on um, Fight Companion with Joe Rogan where they were talking about that? And I, and, uh, I did refill, refill my memory, though, because I did watch that. Where Robin Black was talking about, you know, that maybe he, he used a uh, Timothy Ferris reference, yeah. right? And he was like, maybe maybe Connor has a, a, a different a different angle, a different approach. And they're like, doesn't matter, doesn't count. But I, I liked Robin's... Uh, theory behind it right that's the cool thing with him is he's always talking about these one-offs and these different things and connor's one of those fighters that finds those different you know uh problems in people's games i think yeah he is he is amazing that's funny you know it's funny connor mcgregor is like back like when i first i how i was saying like you know people some people just like not like people for them being like really confident yeah and at first, when I like would watch Conor, I'm like, "Oh, this guy's a douchebag." But then after, like, I watched some of those videos, like, I'm like, "Man, this guy like really believes in himself," and like, that's the way people should be. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you know, he spoke it. He spoke it into existence, and like, good for him. Like, that's that's it's amazing. Well, self belief is a very powerful thing. Uh, yeah. After he lost to Nate Diaz, and there's that interview of him walking through the MGM Grand or whatever, and they caught him one of the one of the MMA scenes, and they were talking to him about it and his take on that loss and how to come back and how to deal with it. I was like, that guy's a champion. Like he oh, yeah, he dude. understands, right? He, he back. Yeah, he's, it's amazing. It's unreal. Backs it up too. Mm-hmm. I was reading a post on uh, Facebook last night, and people were talking about. Conor McGregor versus Tony Ferguson because Tony Ferguson called him out. And he's saying that how Conor McGregor's not a true champion and whatnot. Well, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that Conor's probably won four more belts than Tony has. And yeah. he's the only guy that's held simultaneous belts twice in his career in two different organizations. And he wins. You know, he, just, he wins. He's the winner. Mm-hmm. I have a different thought on the boxing fight with Floyd Mayweather. Actually, I think if Connor can fight, uh, like if he can come up with a game plan, which I think he can because he's super smart. If way he bigger, can hit Floyd, it's bigger. a problem. Yeah, because Connor's way bigger. Way bigger. So I, I think if I he just can don't hit know him why with they that, want to do like I don't know. It's like I don't. A boxing match just seems like. For an for the MMA guy, right? Because then, like you know, all the boxers are like, "Oh, Floyd Mayweather beat Conor. Oh, boxing beats MMA." It's like that's not how it works, dude. Yeah, no. you know what I mean, like that part of it. But the thing that people are, I think, missing in the whole thing is that Conor McGregor is trying to make a hundred million dollars. Hundred million dollars, exactly. Do you think he cares if he actually loses at the end of the no, day? No, hell no. He goes no. in there like he's not expected to win, so he's just like, it doesn't matter if he loses forever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He can sit back All after that fight and go, see you, bitches. I'm in my 20s. I'm, I'm out. out of here. <laughs> That's like them asking us, like, hey, would you take this fight for $100 million? <laughs> Whether you get your ass kicked, anybody would be like, yeah. I would fight Mike Tyson for 100 times less that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I just uh, wish they question. would do, like, you know, it'd be, but it would, it would be unfair to Floyd Mayweather, right, doing an MMA fight. But, like, because people, like, want to know, like, what's, some people are, like, here's what's better and for a combat sport, well, I think the answer is clearly. Thanks, Mark yes. 
There is a happy medium, though. It's called kickboxing. Exactly. And Conor McGregor would... It's not going to (laughs) happen. No. (laughs) No, but you know what? For the money, hell, he'd be retarded not to do it. Yes. Oh, it'll happen. They'll fight. You you think it's going down? I bet it's going down. 100% it'll happen. I bet it fights. Connor the only said reason on why it, I think it might like, not is Mayweather takes so long to like get anything done, like the pack. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be, of course, I'd watch if it happens. <laughs> who, that's just who it. wouldn't watch? Who yeah. wouldn't watch? Yeah, I'd like I'd be to see. For I'd the like last to see the whole time. Yeah, there's a lot of people that would just like to see him go 49 and one, right? Like, can you, then you could you imagine like a guy making a pro boxing debut against the best boxer of all time, theoretically, like you know, with record wise. The only thing sillier than that is somebody like with no fights fighting for a title. That's this guy. That's Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, right? Was it a fart? No, Tanner. They Havoc oh. <laughs> has Tanner a title fight, but he's 0-0 with one no contest from the nut kick, so it's kind of funny that he's getting a title. But the thing that people don't realize is that just because you can fight or not fight, it's on how much... Asses you put in seats. Yeah. So, what, what, who is saying that? No, Tanner's fighting on Havoc for the oh, yeah. middleweight MMA title. Yeah. But he's never actually had a a fight other than there's no contest for a pro fight. For a pro MMA fight. Yeah. I'm like the Red Deer version of Chael Sonnen. <laughs> so what were they saying, or is that were you asking me the question? I was- Oh, that wasn't even a question. He was just... I was okay. just commenting. I was just saying how like people, you know, here's McGregor, never boxed, and going to fight the biggest name in boxing with no fights. Yeah. It's just like, you know, somebody else, you know, fighting for a title that's never fought. I was just taking but a pe- dig at 10. People don't know the countless hours. That's the one thing, right? Like, I've, I've had one, one MMA fight, uh, trained for nine years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the gym for 15 years. I've had... Yeah. I don't even know how many kickboxing fights. But nobody gives a shit unless it says on sure dog, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like 10 grappling <laughs> tournaments I've won, but it doesn't even matter. Like, you know what I mean? The thing is, who cares? As long as you're doing it and, you know, happy doing it. Exactly. Well, Luke that. here's had over 35 kickboxing fights. Three of them show up online. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, oh, well. That's like, I like anyone being that's got only time three to hate or troll on the internet is a loser anyway, so. Well, they just have nothing better to do with their time, right? No. No, I think the UFC has a title fight coming up this weekend, which is uh, Holly Holm versus Jermaine Durandamine. They do, and then Anderson Silva, Derek Brunson, Jacare. Oh, is it? Oh, that's a good fight. Did you see that Anderson yeah, even called out Connor? No, oh, that's stupid. At 174. That's, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, I I can already probably guess your pick for the title fight because she's kind of a teammate. But uh, what's your pick for the title fight? Uh, I'd like, man, I'd like to say Holly Holm. Uh, yeah, after Shevanko beat her there, it's like I don't know this Jen Durani or whatever, however the hell you're saying her name is. She's good. Oh I mean, yeah. Uh, I think Holly Holm fights a smart, like mixes up level changes and doesn't just strictly because I know, like, yeah, Holly Holm. World class boxer, but uh, this girl's a wicked Muay Thai fighter. I think we get a I different Holly at 145 pounds. Yeah, I think it'd be a smart idea for her to implement more, like, you know, use every aspect of the game. I bet you she takes her down. 
Yeah, but see, that's like that would be the smart game plan. And you yeah. know, level change. She defends a shot, then you punch her. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah. strictly stand up with no threats of a takedown the whole five rounds. And she's not bad on the ground. No, I don't. Th- and I think she's definitely better than the girl she's fighting. On the ground, one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm pulling for Holly Holm. And I think I I think I read yesterday on Twitter that Miss Sarah Kaufman has a fight coming up here pretty soon. I've seen that too. Something about an announcement or. I've been trying to get her to come on the podcast and drop some knowledge on us for like fucking four months now, and she won't get back to me. (laughs) She should. She should. The Uh, only rule I don't like she has is that you can't take your shirt off in the gym. Well, she just doesn't like it if you have better abs than her. Right? I know. (laughs) She's got the biggest ass in the gym. That was the hardest part. That was the the only thing I suffered with. Why do you not like the shirt? You like shirts off, huh? I'm just tarps. Tarps always optional. Chest to chest with another man. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we're not allowed. Yeah, we're already rolling around each other, sweaty. So who cares? You know. It's true. Yeah. Um, it, I'm guessing where you go to train now, it's shirts sure optional. Uh, to be honest, I think maybe that's just the thing that's fading out. It always seems to be me. I don't know. Oh. But then I'm just you know I'm just I'm just keeping the tradition going. So it's like kind of like it's just my thing now. Do you have a shirt on? And now? I, and, and I do right now, believe it or not. It's, <laughs> which is also rare in my house, but I know in Thailand it's going to be tarps optional everywhere. Well, you can't wear clothes there. It's too hot. No, I just I just cornered my uh, buddy at Tio Fisto Boxing here at his second pro boxing fight this weekend, but I found out he's going to be in Chiang Mai at Team Quest, so I'm going to do my first month at AKA Thailand, second month at Team Quest with him. Ooh. And he was he's twelve and he's twelve and one Muay Thai down there. He's wow. Won a couple of titles. Cold so you're myth. going over to Mike Swick's gym. He's, then. he's the battlefield one thirty five champ. Oh yeah. So AK AK Thailand's a hot spot right now because Mike Swick's running that gym. Yeah, man. I see. I seen. I uh, just paid for my first two weeks there. It looks man. It looks phenomenal. Then they I've have seen... like Mar- Marcelo Garcia. I'm not sure who's the jujitsu coach there, but. I got a huge wrestling room, like an eight thousand square foot outdoor, like a uh, Muay Thai facility. It looks man, it looks unreal. They get Mark Hunt down there too. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be sparring him. Yeah, probably not a good idea. <laughs> I'll take, I'll save those brain shots for someone else. Hey, if if John Wayne Parr's nephew can take body shots from him, you should be able to take body shots from him. Yeah, I see that. You see that video? It's so funny. <laughs> I hear it's pretty easy to get tie fights down there, so I'm, I can't wait, man. Dude, you could fight every weekend if you want. There's so yeah. many fights there. <laughs> it's kind of like as far as like the, here when I get back, like I'm ready to, I'm ready to keep fighting, and I quit my. You know, this is what I'm doing now. So just go there to and one I, of the bars where they where they do the fights and pretend you're drinking, and when they call out one of the tourists, just get up and be like, "I want to fight somebody," and then then they'll let the you buckets, fight, yeah, they'll you wrap you up, and then just murk some guy. Yeah. I seen that shit. They throw it in there. and you you win or gets like a free bucket or something. Yeah. yeah, just do that and just start fighting. Did you see? There's got a show in Thailand though now. Then it's um, fight for your freedom. It's coming out on Discovery. Oh. So they're literally really? going to the jails, right? They're training these guys for like a program, and they're letting them fight to get out of of their jail sentence. Oh my God! That's like that Stone Cold Steve Austin movie where they put them on an island. They got to oh, fight out of there. But they, yeah. but some of them are like like 
murders and stuff, but they've like converted in jail. But they're telling them, well, if they can teach them, it'll 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 teach them respect and stuff. But they have to fight like a real Thai champion or something to get out. That's it's- all different kinds of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's hardcore. Holy shit. Dude, you know what that reminds me of? You remember, you remember Jackass? I can't yes, remember what yeah. Jackass when it was. And they make Buddy block that. It's like the tie. She's a girl, but like some tie walking around, Buddy just gets lit up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, gets beat up by him or by her. Yeah. Best I'm guessing they're not expecting to release anybody then. I don't know. They also do the same thing though during the king's birthday, like the celebration. If you're there and you cause trouble, like you, you do something and you get arrested. They have four rings set up at the party, and they literally like the cops just drag you, wrap you up, and you, and they they put a tie boxer in there, and these guys just get the shit beat out of them. That's their punishment for misdemeanor crimes. Jesus, <laughs> I, man, I hear Muay Thai is like their hockey down there. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing else to do. I'm gonna do like a video when I fight. Put them up on my bring a GoPro yeah. down with me. Are you going to continue to do your uh, your vlogs while you're there? Yeah, that's going to be. I'm going to do one every couple of days. Oh, cool! Just kind of training updates, and I'm going without my wife. So, like the whole purpose is to go down and compete and train. So it's, I've been wanting to do it for years, and I just kept postponing, postponing until I said enough. But I'm if going. your wife feeds you and makes tracks all that, are you going to come home heavier? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I guess I don't he's think it's possible though, with, the, uh, with the heat down there. I mean, I'll probably be dying half the time. I'm only kidding, man. I don't think anybody comes back from two months in Thailand heavier. No, no, no. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be ninja mode when I get back. It's gonna be unreal. Yeah. So you'll be back April. Then you put in a little four week camp, and we're we're gonna get you on that havoc card June uh, June third. I think there's. A, I'd like to even honestly, I'd like to do hard knocks and then G- havoc right after. Like there's two. We're talking to Lee Mean, the last one. Because well, I'm pretty much gonna be, comp- I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be competing in Thailand. I'll pretty much be in a fight camp for the last three months. Yeah. Like Did I re- Lee give I you any there. names or no? What's up? Did Lee give you any names for opponents? No, not yet. Hard knocks. I got a, I got an issue with them, but. <laughs> yeah, I like havoc. Winning ways there. I'm surprised that you haven't you you never competed after your last fight. It was so fast, dude. Tell me about it. I had this big plan, like a minute and thirty seconds. Like, yeah, next got a call to go up to CNRL, and I was like, yeah, that was it. Fourteen and fourteen and six. That sucks. That's kind of like I was just like, man, I'm, I'm I'm I feel like I have the potential to be. I'm gonna be. I know it, man. I got all the potential in the world. I know what I do in the gym. So you know what I mean. Well, yeah. You just stay positive about the situation. Keep grinding; they'll come. I know where my, I'm. I'm skilled everywhere, so I'm just now's the time. I and mean, this is step one: going to Thailand. Can't wait. Yeah, you keep fucking people up in a minute and thirty seconds, though. Nobody's gonna fight you. I know, right? <laughs> you gotta mess around with guys for a while sometimes. That yeah, was like the a other cat. Scene, it was, you know, that last fight was so fast. I was like. Didn't even feel like I was in a fight, you know? No, it, it just kind of hit the ground, then you got on top of him and choked the shit out of him. Even though I'm all about just, like, winning, you know? That's really all I really want is to win. But I'll take a minute. I'll take 15 minutes. 
Oh, I'll take 30 I'll seconds. Take yeah. yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'll take five seconds. <laughs> that, that'd be the ultimate. Just go in there and one punch him and leave. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the ultimate goal. And you're leaving the wife at home, eh? Yeah, it's a bit of a sensitive subject for her, but I mean, I get her point. I feel I feel kind of bad too, but you know what? I'm married for I'm we're together for the rest of our life. That's what I tell her. It's very for two true. months without me. Deep down, you know, she might even be a little happy that I'm. You know, she gets some time for the first two weeks, the maybe playing the video games all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you're selling your house? Is that a townhouse? Yeah, townhouse. So tell the people if they want to buy it where they got to go. Southeast Calgary, Copperfield. Uh, banging deal, wicked house. It's got a full matted gym in the basement. So What's the price on that thing? Around or you want to start yoga, <laughs> it's time. What's the price tag at? Also, uh, there's a 2014 Forerunner in the driveway for sale as well. Oh, nice. That's Cash only. Sad about selling that, but. Yeah. Cash only. Yeah. <laughs> In, in Thai currency. I'd probably never come back, to be honest. If what? If I wasn't married, I'd probably never come back to Thailand from Thailand, to be honest. Yeah. I have an uncle that lives there. That everyone says it's like, dude, you go, it changes your life. Well his wife like, kinda like wife. kinda like Fort McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> my old uh one of my old coaches is actually he left yes. Friday, this last Friday to Thailand. He's there for two months, too. Sick. Well, where, where about is he? Is he in Phuket? Uh, yeah, I, probably, I don't know where he went, actually. He just said he's going there, and he's going to do some training and bumming around and whatever and just hang out, get away for a couple months, escape this cold. i got to come up and train with you guys here soon. Well, I was actually going to say, seeing as how we couldn't get you up here today because the road sucks so bad that maybe Luke and I will come down there, and then you can come up here. Hundred percent. Where are you training in Calgary? Are you at Champions Creed still? No, I trained in a couple different gyms. I trained with. Well, I was training with my buddy, my jiu-jitsu coach CJ Hollett, but uh, he's got a little complications with some legal issues, so he's nice. not around at the moment. But uh, huh. one of the best guys I know, this guy CJ, he's a wicked yeah, he's black, okay at black ball guy's a beast. He's okay at jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not. Do you know CJ? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 not bad. No, but man, it, my my ground game has got unreal with CJ. It's just so every day rolling with him at lunchtime. But he's ridiculous. Now I go to Brad, actually. Do you, know, do you know Brad Cardinal? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I trained with Brad, and then I trained with Lewis Huet and Jeff. Oh, he's Brad awesome. Those guys. Yeah. Lewis is a sweetheart. I'm kind of. Yeah, he's wicked, dude. I'm kind of all around, you know. I thought you were at Champions Creed for some reason. No, that was a long a long time ago. Over that. Does does Brad still like is Brad still sharing a gym with Mike, or is he in his own place? No, I not at Mike Miles. He's got his own spot now in the Northeast. Oh, okay. I kind of go to a, for a different spot for everywhere. I go. I wrestle with Justin Bassford because he's national champion wrestler, wicked wrestler. And then I kind of just try to go for the best spot, you know, for the every area. Traveling. Where do you do your kickboxing then? I do. I've been doing it. lately. I've been going with Lewis. He's wicked, wicked striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's the guy that knocked out Wolfgang. Yeah, no, I neither. Yeah, Oof, terrifying. Yeah, wicked dude. He was up I, with I us there. at Zuma I for a while too. I sparred with Brad's guys too. Last night we sparred Brad's. 
I kind of got like three different gyms and kind of got, you know, like a group of guys. We just text each other. Nice. So what do you do? You just go I, from the gym and then go home and then go back to the gym again? Man, honestly, this last three weeks I've been waking up. I got a buddy. It's like this man. My buddy, he's like a mountaineer guy. He like climbs mountains, but he's been, we've been hitting like circuits in the morning at seven. It's my first workout of the day. Then I do jujitsu at noon. Then I'll do kickboxing or wrestling at night. And that's like six days a week. I honestly, man, I go crazy, man. When I take a rest day, I feel like I'm, I'll go to yoga. Son. I've been, I just started yoga, man. It's fucking hard. Yeah, I, props I find to, that props to anybody that does yoga that I chirped before. It's tough, eh? Is it hot yoga or just regular? Hot yoga. Oh, no thanks, dude. It's like every first ten minutes I get in there, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, this again, like nice and relaxing. Forty minutes in, I'm like, I'm gonna die. Is it an hour long or hour and a half? Hour fifteen. Oh, that sounds it's, terrible. It's fucking hard though, man. Like, but it's so good for guys like us and like. You know, just your hip flexors, everything. It's so good for stability. Yeah. All the shit that I never spend time doing, like that I need, you know, I should be doing. Luke and I, I, we've actually started working with a vision coach now. Really? Trains our eyes so that our brain works better so we can see see stuff coming. Crazy. It works. That's That's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So with the vision comes movement and then breathing drills and all that kind of stuff so it's been really neat so far that's wicked i'm waiting for the x-ray vision to start happening and then it's going to be insane right <laughs> and night vision yeah night vision i have terrible eyes yeah i'm, I'm pumped to come up there though. i've always wanted to. you guys are at a rashy though right yep okay i knew i knew that i just cool We'll make a plan for you to get up here, and maybe we can get you in the studio. Maybe I don't know when you're leaving. I'm guessing you're leaving here pretty quick. On the 25th, not for a little bit. I'm going. I'm, I still get a little bit. I got the countdowns on though. 18 days. I'm Ooh. so terrified of flying, man. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like so pumped, but I'm like scared. I don't no, like. It's a real either. short flight. It won't. It won't be any time at all. You're an idiot, <laughs> right? Only Are you like proud of yourself hours. when you go to bed at night when you say shit? I, like that? I don't know what it is, man. It's like flying over the ocean. I'm like. I'm like, just just let me fly over the land because in case I do crash, you know, like just die instantly, like the thought of maybe surviving in the ocean, like just not for me. Yeah. Look up. Uh, get ate by a shark. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's the fear, man. I can't. I'm terrified. I watched that movie The Shallows the other day, dude. And I thought I was going to have an anxiety attack. Like, <laughs> you should look up uh, reverse lightning on airplanes. That terrifies me. Just, just the sound of that, and that you're telling it me, knowing that it's like going to be freaky as shit. I'm not looking at that. Or <laughs> uh, snakes on a plane. What do you fly like Calgary? Yeah, snakes, snakes on a plane. Yeah. That's... Where are you flying to Toronto or Vancouver, I, and then down, or what do you do? I actually, I actually found a ticket, man. I got the last seat on this plane for Hanan Air. It's like, uh, I guess if they say it's one of China's first five star airlines, but I got, I'm going from Calgary to Beijing and to Phuket. So not, only 19 hours total to land in Phuket. It was like. Most of them are twenty five. I got yeah. it for about a thousand bucks. Look the oh, next wow. day, because my, my, I got a buddy, Mike Wurz. I don't know if you, Tanner, you know Mike Wurz. He's three and three and zero. Oh. He's a lightweight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's coming with me. He's coming. Oh, nice. With me. That'll be a good time. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. So, but he went to look the next day. Flights went up at a grand for that oh, airline. Holy so. shit! So he's got a smoking deal. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty pumped on that. Does your do you have like a bed on your plane? Like, does it does your I don't. I don't know seat. how that works. I mean, I flew to Australia like nine years ago, and 
I was on one of those Airbuses. Like, that's what got me afraid of flying over the ocean was that plane. It was like things <laughs> the size of a football field. I'm like, how the hell does this fly? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably and I'll probably be stuck on a plane full of people that don't speak English. So if something does happen, I'll be like twice as scary. Oh yeah, you're gonna freak out 100. percent That's all right. Just, Just take some ambient and go to sleep. I'm gonna start texting you we- weird, scary memes of planes and crashes and things <laughs> for the next 18 days. I could, I've already googled like seven things about like they're like, well, you can win the lottery like quicker. I'm like, well, that's my luck doesn't work like that. I'm like, it'd be a yeah. plane crash. You realize that what you're talking about is actually ridiculous. Like the amount, it's safer to fly in an airplane than it is to drive a car. Oh, yeah, dude. I read like the stat. It was like 500 million people fly a year and like 30 die. Jesus. Yeah. There's like nothing. It's like like 99.99% safe. I don't know what it is with the fear. It's like, you know, even the flights of the oil field, it's like something about the oil. It's the ocean, I think, that's the scary part. But. Well, it's fear. I thought you were working on, on not worrying about fear, so start with your airplanes. Well, exactly, right? It's, it's false evidence appearing real. That's what I keep yeah. telling myself. we got 18 days to get ready for it, so you just start mentally yeah. preparing now. Well, like my buddy said, there's only one way to get there. So It's true. Or you could take a raft. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that would mean I'd be on the ocean, though. So It's way longer. I'm contradicting myself, though. You're right. It's not real. So. No. <laughs> No, you're kind of being ridiculous, actually. Yeah, I, w- I won't lie. Oh, whatever. You'll you'll make it fine, and you'll go over there and beat some people up, and then come home and beat somebody else up. Exactly. And but then we we're going to name. You got, you got 16 days to find a name, so we can start pumping it for you. I'll start looking. I'll fall looking those last names on Unify. There's a 170 looked, fight. Looked, uh, well, there's a couple of them. Uh, Fuck, man. I, I honestly can't remember the names. First, they were the first four that fought on the last one. I messed with Sonny. Sonny wanted me to fight my bu- my buddy Pat. He's 3-0, and but he's like, my buddy. So I'm like, no. We got offered to fight each other, too, once. Yeah, me and, Tan- me and Tanner did, too. <laughs> I'm like, the last two people I've got offered to fight are my friends. I'm like, dude, this is in Alberta, dude. There's tons of meatheads for me to beat up. Tons. It's like, not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll figure it out and then we'll talk. I'll talk to Jesse about it. We'll start blasting it out there and see if we can't get a response. Tell him to keep an eye on that one seventy bell because I'm coming. Who was that My last ear. guy you wanted to fight a couple of years ago at Havoc? What the heck was his name? He beat up your friend at uh, Hard Knocks. Oh, oh, he beat my friend Matt. Yeah, uh, or my my friend Mac. Yeah, Colton. The other guy I thought was Colton, but he's a good dude. But uh, Colton something. Colton Schmidt. Colton Boxell. That's it. That's it. See if we can get that one. If he wants a piece, yeah, I'm down. All right. We're <laughs> Nothing against the guy at all. I don't even know him. But nah, Fuck that guy. Exactly. Good. Dave, we're <laughs> up at the hour mark. the way of winning, fuck that guy. Yeah. Exactly. We're up at the hour mark, Dave. Tell the tell our fans where they can find you. At the hour mark? Yeah, we're at the hour mark, so... Just let uh, let our fans know where they can find you: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All right, you can find me, follow me. I'm coming. I'm taking over. Uh, Dave Pookie at Dave Pookie on Instagram, Dave Pookie on Facebook. Most importantly, Dave Pookie on YouTube because that shit's blowing up. So, yeah, follow it up, hit it up, whatever you nope. want. Now I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to get you to do some inspiration for us to get us out of the show. All right. 
Well, let me just start by saying, uh, you know, when you wake up every morning, if you're sitting on the edge of your bed saying, any doubt, first thing that's going to come into your head is probably something negative because that's where our brains are prescribed. That's where society wants you to think. And that's what the way social media is put out there. Everyone's fear of judgment. So if you're waking up on the side of your bed saying, fuck my life, whatever's going through your head, down, depressed, that's all a mindset. If, if you're waking up thinking these things and something is wrong with your life, you know, there's, and you, you're probably someone who's got shitloads of potential, but there's so many people in the world that have so much potential and are so talented that accomplish nothing. So, you know, be that 1% that believes in yourself and, and goes after something, right? Because like I said before, the saying is, you know, people, you'd rather try something great and fail because, you know, the what if person never went to the arena. You never even got a chance. So if you don't get up, you're bad. Whatever you want to do, you're going to start your own business. You want to, fuck, I don't know, run a marathon. The only way to do it is start. And I guarantee you the feeling of even if you're going out and failing because anybody who's reached success has failed. The, fear, the, the feeling of failure is way better than the feeling of what if. So I can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You see anybody that you look at, who you look up to, all those people defied the odds of society. I'm sure a million people told them they couldn't do it. So that's all you got to do is put one foot in front of the other and start doing it. That was a pretty cool uh, conversation with... Uh... That was fun. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. So. No, he's good. Got a good attitude. Good head on his shoulders. Yeah, smart guy. He's uh, real, really gone after his what he wants to do so i figured that'd be a little that'd be some some inspiration for other people to maybe go out and do that too right yeah luke no what do you mean i'm doing <laughs> already i uh yeah it's it's i think it is i if more people would do it like i said it would be a better better place you look around at all the stuff you got and you know what it, what is it that we're doing it all for right like yeah. why why do we want to work so hard why do we need to um purchase all this stuff and you know just that we don't even use it. And I just think that if we could go after and do the, you know, spend, spend our time, it's not even about doing the things we enjoy, but spend our time doing, you know, things that make us happier. Right. I mean, everybody says, well, you know, it's not all about just being happy. You got responsibilities. It's like responsibilities to what though? Like raise your kids to learn that they need to go and make as much money as possible. Never see their kids. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I would guess that 90% of the population probably comes home from work, eats dinner, and sits down in front of the TV, and then goes to bed. Yeah. So, like, that that 9 to 5 grind is real taxing on people, and you realistically don't need to do it. No. If you just put your mind to something and go out there and do it, you can, everybody can succeed. Totally. So. Hopefully, hopefully, some of you guys out there took some took something from that show with Dave, and uh, we'll, we're going to get him back on here in studio. I think it'll be a lot more fun next time after um, we beat each other up. We'll we'll beat each other up, and then we'll come in and have yeah, a, have a I mean train, not beat each other up. Yeah, well, if it, if Luke had it his way, he'd be beating everybody off. But <laughs> wow, wow, that's super fun. <laughs> But uh, unfortunately, yesterday we had a big snowstorm here, and the, the like for the plows that have gone out, the roads are fucking shit. Yeah, way to go, city of Red Deer. No, fuck you. It's supposed to be super nice next week, so you know. Is it? Yeah, eh, hope maybe. so. Because next week we're driving down to Calgary for the fights. So yeah, 
So I think later on this week we're going to try to get our version of Eddie Bravo on here, Advanomic. <laughs> uh, and we'll have our little have, have ourselves a little conspiracy podcast like Joe Rogan did with uh, Alex Jones. What, are we going to turn it into a four-hour special? Fuck no. Okay, good. We're going to keep her to about an hour. All right. And then uh, Friday we have Mr. Ryan James coming on. So you guys tune into that and... Uh, we just thank the people to help out the show real quick. Lenita at Balanced Nutrition who makes Luke and I's meals. If you guys want to try out her stuff, she has a promo going on right now for Valentine's Day. You buy 10 meals, you get 10% off with the promo code LOVEBIRDS. Or you can use uh, the Spice of Life promo code, which is SPICE10. Yeah, so either way, it, it uh, gets gets your meals in, gets you 10% off. Use the Spice 10 promo code, though. Use that one. You guys are listening to us. Use that so we, we, we know, you know, then we can say thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, obviously Pat down at One to One Fitness for doing all our strength and conditioning, looking after us, making adjustments as I do stupid things so I can continue to get the, the most out of my training and, uh, you know, just looking after stuff, the diet, and, you know, keep keeping on point, keeping me in check. It's good. And we uh, we'll also thank Kevin K. Fed Ramirez at Empower, who does uh, our vision training. Uh, sponsors the show, really helps us get like get the word out there. So mm-hmm. thanks to Kevin. And who uh, we'll thank Coach Gary Vig too because he puts a yeah. lot of time into us. He hasn't so. put a lot of time in, and he actually helped me get one step closer to you know going after this full time with allowing me to teach kids at uh, teaching tiny tigers kickboxing Muay Thai program in Red Deer. It's offered at all the other Arashi Do's, and uh, now it's offered in Red Deer. So we got that program running. I had nine little little guys and girls uh, signed up last night, so that was sweet. Got to do a you know different uh, different set of stuff, so that was cool down at Arashi Do. So thanks, Coach. Uh, also, before we get you guys out of here, we'll just remind you of our, t- our uh, daily sponsor for the day is Scotch and Porter at Scotch Porter dot com forward slash uh spice fuck that up <laughs> if you got a if you got some uh man dirt on the front of your face they got the beard serum beard wash beard oil beard whatever you want they also have combs brushes uh facial products and uh, hair products so go over to spot uh, scotch porter dot com forward slash spice to get 20 percent off and uh click on the website tsol podcast.com and uh check out all the stuff we got up there lots of upcoming you know information and news and new sites and stuff like that are always available on there for clicking in we got discount codes coming out the yin yang here soon for a bunch of cool businesses online shopping so check it out all right we'll catch you guys later this week peace turn it in peace